We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for the Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our Off the Carousel series, where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the Division I ranks. There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel. Sean Paul here back with another edition of the Off the Carousel series on the field of 68. And this time I am joined by LSU head coach Matt McMahon. Coach, how are you doing today? Doing great, Sean. Really appreciate you having me today. So let's just get right into it. After you were at Murray State and you guys lost to St. Peter's in the round of 32, what was the process like for you interviewing for the LSU job and getting that ultimately landing that job? Well, as you know, Sean, things have uh, really changed a lot here in college basketball in 2022, and it's not just NIL or transfer portal. It's also the way these these coaching searches go. They, they happen really quickly. Uh, so uh, timing is never good uh, when you're making a move, uh, but, but things obviously happen very fast and uh, had the opportunity to visit, visit excuse me, uh, with Scott Woodward and the, and the leadership team here at LSU and was just blown away through the process and uh, was fortunate to get this opportunity uh, to lead the LSU program. And I have one question about your Murray State days. If you could pick one story that maybe you haven't told before about John Morant, who's probably going to win an NBA MVP (laughs) at some point, what what would one story that comes to mind be? Uh, Sean, I mean, I think we've we've told them all. I mean, that's – always a hot topic, you know, thrilled mm-hmm. for him, just getting named to the all NBA team, mm-hmm. uh, well-deserved, you know, just was an all-star starter uh, this year in Cleveland. 
uh, NBA rookie of the year. All those things are great. But I, I just think what really stands out to me was just as the hype and all the attention came his way as a sophomore, uh, he always kept it about the team. Uh, you saw his unselfishness, uh, the joy with which he plays the game, his competitive drive. I thought all those things were always very contagious. Uh, and you see that now with this Memphis Grizzlies team. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a culture builder. Uh, it's not just about the product on the floor. He's one of the most entertaining, if not most entertaining players in the world. And so just thrilled for him and his family and all of their success. So going from a mid-major program and one of the better mid-major programs to a high-major program in the SEC, which is mostly known for football, but also has a very good basketball conference, you know, what's that difference like for you going from a mid-major to a high-major? Well, I think we'll find out, Sean. Uh, you know, it's a great opportunity. Uh, the SEC as, as a league, elite coaches, uh, a lot of future NBA draft picks, uh, throughout the league, uh, great fan bases, passionate fan bases. Uh, it's really exciting uh, for me and my family. Uh, have always loved LSU basketball uh, as a kid growing up. Uh, Chris Jackson was my favorite player, uh, now Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. And uh, remember seeing him score 49 points uh, in a game in, in Knoxville uh, as a kid growing up, uh, you know, uh, as a little kid doing the pistol Pete homework <laughs> basketball videos, you know, it's just, uh, so it, it's, it's really amazing to have this opportunity uh, to get to coach at LSU. So obviously you kind of mentioned the transfer portal a little bit earlier and how college basketball is changing uh, you and a lot of coaches that go to a new spot have to do a lot of roster turnover. You had probably more than anybody at a, turn over the entire roster and re-recruit. You did get some of the LSU guys back, like Adam Miller and Milwaukee Wilkinson, Justice Williams. What was that whole process like, just having to re-recruit guys and see what the temperature was from everybody from the prior LSU team and kind of build a roster that way? Well, it's probably unprecedented, Sean. I think we went from zero scholarship players to 13 uh, in about a 43-day window. And so the first key for us I thought was, was being able to hire an elite coaching staff. And so I was really fortunate uh, to attract great people here to LSU. Uh, and then we were able to methodically go about the process of building a team. And for, for us, we divided it really up into four phases. Uh, number one was the retention of current players on the LSU roster and, and really just excited about Emwani Wilkinson Justice Williams and Adam Miller, they were terrific this spring. Uh, excited to add them uh, to the roster as foundational pieces for what we want to build. Uh, number two, we wanted to get older and, and more experienced guys who were proven winners. And, and I think that's where you see uh, the Murray State influence on the roster uh, with K.J. Williams, Juice Hill, and Trey Hannibal. Uh, the third phase for us was the transfer portal. I think one challenge when you have zero scholarship players is not only are you trying, excuse me, not only are you trying to attract elite players and great talent, but you have to balance your classes mm -hmm. and you have to try to balance your positional needs as well. And so through that third phase in the portal, uh, we were able to add Derek Fountain, Cam Hayes, and Kendall Coleman. All three have played two years of college basketball uh, and also have three years of eligibility remaining. Uh, and then the fourth and final phase, 
which took a little more time. I uh, just believe at LSU, you can recruit the best players in the country. And so we went about the process of, of identifying the best available high school talent in the country and, and work to build relationships quickly and lay out our, our vision for them. And so I was thrilled with some of the guys we were able to sign there, like Tyrell Ward and Jalen Reed. And then we just added Sean Phillips uh, to go along with Neil Williams uh, to finish up our, our class of 2022. So you mentioned the guys that came with you from Murray State, K.J. Williams, Trey Hannibal, Juice Hill, all big parts of the Murray State team that uh, was awesome last year. What do those guys bring to LSU, and what would you tell LSU fans about them if they haven't been able to see them play at all? Well, I think all three are different, but, but all three, uh, you know, selfishly, are my kind of guys. You know, they're, they're about the right things. Uh, they're going to they're gonna understand what the culture of LSU basketball is going to be all about. Uh, they're all about winning. Uh, I, I think in addition to those things, great teammates, very unselfish, and, and they like to work. Uh, and all three have, have big goals and big dreams and, and know what it's going to take to get there. So, you know, I think with KJ, you know, at 6'10", 250 pounds, his versatility and, and skill level uh, mm. is off the charts. Uh, player of the year in the league last year. Uh, Juice Hill was terrific as our point guard. You know, 13 assists or 13 points a game over five assists you know, was one of the top 20 in the country and assist to turnover ratio. And then Trey Hannibal, just, you know, that middle linebacker uh, playing combo guard for us, mm-hmm. his physicality, his defensive ability. Uh, but all three, you know, just winners and uh, want to be a part of something special. So obviously from walking into the LSU job, there came with some uncertainties because of the NCAA investigation just in general. Uh, what was, how do you navigate through that in recruiting? Like, what do you tell guys? Because I don't think anybody really knows what's going to happen. So how do you kind of navigate through that? Is that something you mentioned? How does that work? Well, it's certainly mentioned. I, I think we all know there was a cloud over the LSU program uh, coming into the, the, this opportunity. Uh, but for me, you know, this, this is once in a lifetime, uh, you know, the chance to coach at LSU. Uh, I'm not one to look backwards. Uh, we came here to move the program forward, uh, not only short term, but long term. And so I think recruiting is still the same. It's, it's about genuine relationships. It's about laying out a plan uh, for how you're going to help a, a young man accomplish his goals and dreams on and off the court. And we've approached it that way. Uh, this is a, one of the great brands in all the college sports here at LSU. Uh, it's a passionate fan base. Uh, it's the only Power 5 school in the state. And so you truly are Louisiana's uh, team here at LSU. Uh, and there are a lot of great opportunities that come with that. You mentioned moving the program forward. What, what's the Matt McMahon style of basketball going to look, at LSU, going to look like at LSU? Well, I'm, I'm sure there'll be a lot of adjustments that need to be made as we make the move here from Murray State, but uh, I hope the foundation will be the same. Uh, I, I think it's about the culture you build in your program, uh, the opportunity to make an impact on people uh, on campus and in the, the Baton Rouge community. Uh, I, I think it's about winning. and But to do that, every, every team has the same goal. You know, every mm-hmm. team wants to win the championship. Uh, every team wants to go to the Sweet 16, uh, do all these great things. Uh, but I think it's more about the processes through which you get there. 
And so we'll, we'll stay focused on those things, which starts with building the culture as the foundation of the program. Uh, and then offensively, uh, I, I've talked about this uh, before with you, Sean. I think you can have a balance from a style of play. Mm. You know, I think on the defensive end of the floor, you can be really tough and physical and, and disciplined. Uh, and then on the offensive end of the floor, I think you can play with, with great freedom and creativity, uh, a fun style that, that players are going to want to play in and that fans are going to want to watch. So uh, we'll, we'll certainly work hard to, to achieve that balance as we move forward. You mentioned all the roster moves you made, and you guys have a very talented roster that you guys assembled very quickly. What do you think this team is capable of in your first year in Baton Rouge? Hey, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I, we've got 13 new players. Uh, on April 1st, we didn't have any. Uh, I'm really excited uh, about the roster we were able to put together, mm -hmm. and, and a lot of that credit goes to our, to our assistant coaches and our coaching staff. Uh, but right now, that, that's all we are. We're, we're 13 individuals. And so this summer is going to be huge for us to build the, the culture and the team chemistry uh, and really build a team, bottom line, and uh, start to establish what roles are going to be, uh, start to define those roles, hopefully have some of those roles be accepted. Mm -hmm. uh, but when I go into every season, the, the, the goal is the, the same. I'm not ever going to put a number of wins on it or a certain round of the NCAA tournament. To me, the goal is simply to max out your team and, and become the best team we're capable of being. And uh, that's how we'll approach each and every day here. With the focus on culture, where did you kind of learn that mindset to be so focused on culture with the team? I, I think just learning from the coaches you work under and then, uh, studying other coaches you know, with all these resources today with clinics and YouTube and uh, the opportunity to read books and all those things. You're always just trying to grab uh, a nugget here and there that you can use to improve your program uh, that really fits your personality. I think ultimately you have to be who you are as a coach. Uh, that's who I'll be here at LSU. Uh, but I think, you know, again, playing for Buzz Peterson, uh, learning the Carolina way and he played for Dean Smith and, uh, you know, that, that had a huge impact on me and then Houston Fancher. And then most recently the opportunity to work for Steve Prome, you, you take the things that you really like and you try and structure the program the way you want it. And, uh, that's how we've tried to do it. I, th I think you can, you know, we can get on the, the whiteboard over here and <laughs> coaches can draw up plays and, uh, we can go through strategy and all those things. Everyone can do that. But, but ultimately, we have to build a team uh, of people who are about the right things and uh, that for us, you know, buy into the hard work, the unselfishness, the toughness, and the accountability that winning requires. And so that's how we're going to work to build our program here at LSU. So let's wrap it up with one final question here. If you, through all the time that you've spent recruiting, just in general, if you had to pick one recruiting story, just a fun one that stands out, what would it be? Wow, that's a great question. Yeah, I'm sure you're expecting a, a John Morant. Story no, I'm actually here. not. I'm actually not. I, I think I, I'm sure there's a outside the box one. Oh man, great question. Uh, I will just just because I know you do want a John Morant story. I will. Uh, when he came on his visit to Murray State, 
uh, we're at the, at my house for a recruiting dinner with, uh, all the, the family and everyone's there. And, uh, Jaws dad T, uh, comes to me and says, Jaws really sick. He's not feeling well. Uh, he had gone into the bathroom. I think he's got a fever. Uh, you know, want to have, see if we can get the doctor to see him. And so I'm sitting there in a panic, you know, we got the, the best player, uh, in the history of the program there on campus for a visit. And uh, about five minutes go by and uh, job walks out of the bathroom, uh, takes off his, his uh, jacket and he's Murray state gear from head to toe. Uh, dad pulls out his Murray state hat. Mom pulls out her Murray state hat. Uh, and, and they announced they're, they're committing to Murray state. So, so he wasn't uh, actually was, sick. No, no, it was all set up. <laughs> it was all set up. Uh, and so they, they announced right there that Saturday night, uh, in my house that they were committing to Murray state and the rest is history. Wow. That's a pretty good one. Wow. That's uh, interesting for sure. But uh, that'll do it for this edition of off the carousel. I'm Sean Paul. Thanks again to Matt McMahon for joining me and have a good one, everybody.